0: All right, we're back to NFL football. Now, week eight, we got to recap week seven. There was a lot of different things that happened in week seven that I think kind of may change the outlook of the season. Based of what people were thinking when we started, and the first place I want to start that you brought up to me was you. You called them the old men, which I thought that was really funny to hear. But the two kind of like elder statesmen, but. The two old men in this league that we usually come to respect and always believe that they're going to find a way. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady had terrible weeks last week, right? Their teams had terrible weeks. Um, (laughs) Rodgers on that last play where they're just tossing it back and forth and him trying to make a play. And then it wasn't even the play. It's watching him on the ground with his face in the dirt was like, damn, bro. Like, get up already. Like, the defeat on him, like, it just dunked, man. Um, I, you know, I, I don't even know what to say about that That was a crazy image to see I feel like he doesn't recognize that That's going to be stuck with it For a while And then Tom Brady and the Buccaneers I felt like just hearing this in, in a sentence was weird That the Buccaneers lost to the Carolina Panthers That was just really weird to me I would have never bet that in a million years I'm so glad that we did not bet on that uh, What did you think about those two guys going down last week The way that they did
1: Well, listen, I mean, it's just crazy. Listen to this sentence. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady lost to P.J. Walker and Tyler Heineke. Now, we're big Tyler Heineke fans on this podcast, right? Oh, yeah. We've been shouting his name for a while. We love that dude. There's just something about that dude. It seemed like to me like every time I turn over to that game, he was like, Five for 18 with 57 yards passing but then that play that I saw was electrifying right the next play like he was just doing all this stuff and gaining a first down out of nowhere Uh, that's just Tyler Heineke in a nutshell but yeah those two teams uh, the Packers and Tampa Bay I I said it before the season started I thought they were both going to be crap Uh, I still very much stand behind that uh, let's just start with the Packers game, right? The Packers, to me, are absolutely done. They're absolutely done. Um, this is the first time ever that Aaron Rodgers is under, five, under 500 after week seven in his whole career, right? And this is all on him. This is all on him. Uh, again, we said this in the beginning. I've said this all year. Like, I don't feel sorry for this dude. Right, his going back and forth of the last couple of years with the Packers, blaming them on not signing anybody, blaming them on not doing anything for him, crying because they 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 drafted you know another quarterback. Um, like
0: how, how, yeah, this, yeah. How much is this the fact that he's like a COVID denier, COVID like, I like
1: guess liar, right. right? Because he did. I medicine. mean,
0: it's not how much of on is. Um, uh, is what percentage of that is the hate that you have for him at least at this moment
1: I think to me honestly like I think it 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 started there but like when it started there I paid attention to more how he was talking and more how he was moving and he just comes off to me as always thinking that he is the smartest dude in the room like he's just smarter than everybody like everybody else is dumb you don't know what you're talking about every interview that i see him do every you know just uh every time i see him on the silent that's just the kind of aura that he he gives off since being a <laughs> yeah since being a fucking covid denier whatever i am an independent thinker you know just because i i always feel like people always say that i'm an independent thinker that they always really, like think that they're just smarter than everybody like i am also an independent thinker and i independently think that science is the way to go so not how you watch Yeah.
0: they use independent thinker to be like i'm just a contrarian like i'm yeah. just gonna go against everybody else's for the sake of going against
1: yeah so anyway going back to, to the actual game itself right um to me like obviously obviously like his receivers are garbage right obviously like they're they're dropping balls they're not running the right routes um he he came out in in the interview on pat mcafee's show yesterday and he was like guys are making too many mistakes uh they shouldn't be playing like you gotta start cutting some reps on on some of these guys who aren't playing and give give chance to other guys um yeah exactly like who Who? who's out there Like, who, who are you going to give it? Um, and it's crazy to me. It's obviously... Uh, it's obvious that the strength of this team should be the running backs. Right?
0: Yes. Yes. Aaron Jones is a monster.
1: Aaron Jones. They're wasting him. Exactly. And they're still running the offense like they have Devontae on the team. Right? Right? They're still yep. a primary passing offense. They're still, you know, on third and short, second and short, are still passing the ball. Right? The biggest pass play that was in this last game was to Aaron Jones. Right? Yep. Down the seam. Uh like Aaron Rodgers to me, Aaron Rodgers still has an arm, right? He still has that talent that hasn't left him yet. But he doesn't have anybody to throw it to. Why are we still running this offense? Like, he has a plethora of wide receivers out there. What's that? Say that again.
0: I said it's hard to change a whole playbook, right? If their whole plan is rooted around, like, having this this arm, then I, I do agree with Aaron Rodgers. Like, well, why didn't you go get me receivers? Right? Like, how come you haven't loaded up and got this guy weapons that he needs? I don't know how you lose at Devontae Adams. That's, like, that's a major mistake there. I the thing Okay Actually, I want to actually jump to this Because I feel like We're talking way too much about it. Here's what he who, who was he a double of When he showed up To training camp Nick Cage Yeah Yeah right? <laughs> yeah, Yeah He's got this like Hillbilly vibe to him That I just like I can't trust The the guy that I'm actually More interested in, in, in Because they actually Had a shot I think Going into the season And I felt like Green Bay we knew it was they were not Going to do well is Tom Brady And you brought this up since the beginning You called it that he's going to be going Through a divorce we know how like Difficult that can be for any person Does that Is that what's happening right now To Tom Brady is that like his personal life Is just too much Is happening too much and it's like invading His professional life or Is this Buccaneers team just not That good
1: Uh, D all the above Right, so they're not that good, um, interior wise. Right, everybody that that I mean, you've been watching this game for years. The uh, the, the game plan for every defense, always when playing Tom Brady, was pressure up the middle. Right, pressure up the middle, make him have to roll out because he can't roll out. Right, make sure that he can't step up in the pocket. Because he needs to step up in the pocket. He's never had a strong arm, right? It's a very accurate arm. It's never been a strong. Like, he can just be flat-footed and and wing it like a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen. He's never had that. He's always had to step up into it. So, if you buy pressure up the middle, then uh, he can't step up. Well, they lost their, their center. and They lost their guard in the offseason, right? I think even think of, uh, their other guard got hurt during the season. So, they're vulnerable up the middle and that's where you know you need that uh for tom brady also he doesn't have his safety valve right the true goat to me is is not bill belichick right now and it's not tom brady it's gronkowski right it is he doesn't have that safety valve to go through uh to you know to throw it at there's something going on with mike evans he doesn't quite look the same uh, Godwin is obviously still, you know, he's coming back off an of injury, uh, ACL injury late last year. I think he came back a little bit too early.
0: Yep, he definitely did. They rushed him. Right,
1: and then so they don't have that tight end safety valve. Brake got hurt, uh, I think week three. Um, and and then they they honestly like they're they're dead last in third and long, right? And third and long in the NFL, they're dead last. It's crazy to be a Tom Brady led team. Also, they have the worst run game in the NFL. The worst, right? They, yeah. They're averaging 64 yards a game uh, with a Leonard Fournette. Again, it goes to fantasy football. <laughs> Again, having, uh, you know, th- being vulnerable in the center and guard position, that's, that's always going to come with it. So they are dead last. Um The only thing that they got going for them is that the NFC South is horrible. Now, they are three and four, and they're tied for first, right? They're tied for first in the NFC South. So, like, to to go back to your question, like, it's it's all the above, right? They're they're not quite talented enough. I don't know what happened to this defense, though, right? This defense in the first, first three or four games was elite, like crazy elite, like I, I was getting scared because my prediction, of course, was that the the uh, Tampa Bay wasn't gonna make the playoffs, and I was like, man, I underestimated this defense because this defense looks great and they're keeping his. Uh, it it seems to me like Tampa Bay could be like a Baltimore Ravens, uh, you know, two thousand two kind of team going to the to the Super Bowl, but that defense, I don't know what happened, what switch. Uh, made it So that They're they not good anymore But you also gotta think They're also going through A coaching change Right
0: Exactly I was just gonna say that I thought they'd be much better With Todd Bowles Becoming the head coach And then becoming like Alright the defense is the And let Brady do his thing And it seems like maybe Like You need Bowles To be doing the coordinator stuff not be the head Because You need him to like Really figure out the Game plan and, let, and plan for Uh for making adjustments on defense. I thought that defense was going to be dominant too. And I thought that that was the thing that was going to carry them because it didn't, for all the things you just mentioned in the offense, I was concerned that those things would catch up to them. Um, on another note, right. One thing, one big thing that also happened this week to another major brand in the league is it uh, Ezekiel Elliott, um, has a knee injury in Dallas and looks like he might not play, it looks more more likely than not that he's not gonna play this week. And as much as people, you know, have been kind of hating on Dak, hating on Zeke, it's clear that you need those guys. And although Tony Pollard is such an amazing talent and has a different he's a different skill set. Like you need both of those guys to balance out that offense. How big do you think that Zeke injury is if it's more than a week? Um they also have a bye coming up very soon, but if 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 that's a lingering injury, how much do you think that, that affects the, the Dallas Cowboys?
1: Uh I think it affects a lot, honestly. And just to say that first off, you know it hurts for me to say that, but I think Dallas is a good team. Right? The team is a good team. Get out.
0: I know. Get out now. It hurts you for did.
1: me to say it. I don't like saying, it, especially now that I ha- we have this platform and I have to say it. <laughs> Out in public to everybody.
0: For real? Why couldn't they just be like, "Where's Tony Romo? At? We need Tony Romo." Right,
1: back to throw, right. We need uh, Quincy Butler. <laughs> um. Uh, anyways, like to me, the story of that game, and again, like you said, I, I let me go uh, back to your question. I, I think it affects him dearly. He has a sprained MCL. Uh, but I also uh know that they're going into a buy. So I think he can recover in time, um, and then they come back to uh, the Bears. Although the Bears, are, I don't know what happened this Monday night, but uh, the Bears, the Bears look like possibly they
0: could be a football team this last Monday night.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then they go trade Robert Quinn, but
0: uh, <laughs> yes, big news: Robert yeah. Quinn got traded today. Today is Wednesday, October twenty-sixth, and this might be the this might be the day that we mark. Uh-huh. as when the the philadelphia eagles won the super bowl
1: My because
0: are... they look too strong they look incredibly built for a championship run
1: Primo, uh not to bring up bad news but i think that marked was the uh, nfl draft when they uh traded for aj brown
0: you dare bring up aj brown again. yeah exactly. i want to bring this up really quick yes because i was like laughing and crying at the same time i can't remember the last time that happened so i don't know what you're watching on tv right as as an educator, I'm watching Abbott Elementary, and I recommend it to anybody who has not seen it yet. But, uh, in the season, uh, (laughs) the season opening episode of season two of Abbott Elementary, um, like, one of the parts of the the skits, or, or, like, the scene is that they're, like, parking in the school parking lot for, like, Eagles games, and that's how, like, one of the characters make money. And, uh, the, the custodian out there Screams out Oh yeah It's the Eagles year now He's like We got AJ Brown And that shit Crushed me I'm watching TV Like fracking <laughs> up at this scene And then I was just like Yo Like real life just hit In this moment Of watching Abbott Elementary What the hell is going on Even in TV schools I'm still
1: like what is the art. I'm now? still hearing it. Yeah. No, it hurts. It, it's very painful to see that see that greatness over there in wide receiver on another team. But uh going back pivoting back to the the Cowboys. Um they are a good team, bro. Like they that defensive line <laughs> is is crazy good. I, uh defensive back like that defense is good and that defense can can itself that defense can make a long playoff run, especially in the NFC. And
0: yeah.
1: We, we've talked, like, there's not, yeah. besides the Eagles, like, there's not a dominant team.
0: Exactly. I think that the, this defense can end up being a great defense. Like, if they stay healthy and this season, you know, progresses, they continue to, like, to grow as a group, um, you know, I would not want to see the Cowboys if this defense stays healthy throughout
1: yeah, the year. Yeah, which is crazy because if I were Jerry Jones right now, just seeing his squad right now and seeing the nfc like i would put all my chips in for this season like make all the trades that you need trade deadlines coming up next week like
0: i think we're gonna start seeing that based on this robert quinn move that we're talking about today like i would imagine that someone like a jerry jones is like get on the fucking phone we had to now just like and i don't even think he knows what he wants i think right. he's just like just
1: I yeah, do it. Like if I were him, like he's he's like he's eighty. Like like not to not to kill mm-hmm. a man before he's dead, but it's coming, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got get one more before yeah, I go. Buy one more
1: before I go. I want that feeling again. I've been waiting for so long. So I would just put all my chips in for this season. If I were him, uh go see what OBJ wants. Go see what hey, cares.
0: Like, yo, you stole it from me. I
1: was about to be like, yo, I can see them going and be like, just give OBJ a Yeah, go see what uh, Carolina wants for DJ Moore, right? There is... You need to do something on his offense. I wouldn't say you need to do anything to the defense. Anything would obviously... Anything on the defense will add to it, right? To an already great defense. But what you need to do is the offense. And what you need to do is figure out because the final score... <laughs> the final score of Dallas-Detroit was 24-6. to It was not that, like... That's deceiving, right? Because. Yeah, it
0: was closer than
1: that. Was, so, to me, like, Detroit was the better team for three quarters of that game, right? Detroit was. If they didn't have Jared Goff, like, I think Detroit wins that game, right? Dak Prescott did not look good. He was 19 of 25 for 207 yards and a touchdown. Um, the run game, like we talked about, was good. Zeke had uh, 57 yards and two tutties. Pollard had 83 yards. Um, but, like, Zeke, I mean, not Zeke, Dak, he kept throwing into double coverage. He kept throwing into triple coverage. Um, and if it wouldn't have been the Lions, if it was any other team, the way that Dak play, played in that game, they lose. Detroit is a 37, 32nd-ranked defense in the league. Yeah. And Dak was, was, like, I get it, he's been out. He's been, you know, he's coming back off the injury. It was it was very strategic. And I think we talked about this like two weeks ago. Was very strategic for him to come back in this game, get this game against a trash team like Detroit, then have a bye, and then, you know, move on. But he didn't look good. This offense isn't, isn't to me, this offense isn't playoff worthy. So but
0: this is what I'm going to say.
1: Is Super Bowl worthy?
0: One concern or one thing to look out for, particularly with his uh, Zeke injury. If we're talking about just spending and we're thinking of like almost fantasy football life in real life, I could see a Jerry Jones and that Dallas team go and trade for Kareem Hunt, and I don't think that that would be a bad move because I think Kareem Hunt actually has a wider skill set and stronger skill set than zeke so now you give, up, to-
1: you give up zeke for no i'm you're gonna, gonna have, have give to give up zeke. one of them you're gonna have to give up pollard or zeke well
0: then zeke better get his <laughs> shit together or that <laughs> knee because i don't think you can give up pollard based off of the receiving ability yeah, you yeah. he's like another either. like uh slot receiver so you know and honestly if i'm like i don't know about you but it's clear to me which one I would want. I would want Kareem Hunt over Zeke, but that's me. I think. in the other thing is Baltimore back. I don't. I don't want to talk too much about Baltimore because I think that we still don't know enough. At least I don't think we still know enough. But is Baltimore back based off of the win against Cleveland last week, or are they just still kind of like suspect with regards to who they are because of the fact that like they just don't seem consistent?
1: Yeah, I think. I don't know if if they're back they they won a big game we said it last week that it was a a must win for both of these teams baltimore wins 23 to 20 um so it was a tight game cleveland is is two and five um again lamar seems out there on offense to be by himself right he doesn't really have anybody to throw it to you got duvernay out there hook him horns um
0: Mark Andrews had a bad game. Yeah,
1: Mark Andrews didn't play right. Uh, Bateman is out there. Like there, he was what, Lamar's nine for sixteen for 120 yards passing.
0: That doesn't look like a starting QB numbers. Right. That doesn't sound like three hundred million numbers.
1: Yeah, and then he, but he is the he is the leading rusher on the team by far. Which,
0: which also tells you that that's a problem. Yeah, right? like, by
1: far. Like I think the the next. Running back has The the running back has And I think it's Gus Edwards He has 128 yards total For the for the season
0: Which as like a businessman I think if you're the owner of the team Or even the GM Or anybody handling money there I think it's safe to say that like The reason that you don't give Him the money now Is because you realize the roster that you've put together You see them on paper and you realize This is a fun and this dude could very well get hurt this year, right? And get seriously hurt. Because he's not that big of a guy, right? He's a really pretty thin guy. Right. And also, he doesn't need to get, like, permanently injured for him to be shockingly different as a player. Like, he just needs to lose a step. He loses a step, and he's not the same person. Because now he has to throw, right? Because he's not going to outrun guys, so he's not going to be making the same plays with his feet. Um. Speaking of quarterbacks, I think one of the things, too, that I wanted to get into was, is what's ha- is what we see happening in New England an actual quarterback controversy? Like, is that really a controversy, or is that something where that's, like, Belichick's head games giving uh, Mac Jones a pow-pow, or possibly protecting <laughs> Mac Jones, <laughs> like, yo, you ain't ready? Right. Yeah, that's all right. Love that, <laughs> pow, pow. I, I said that to a student the other day. I was like, "Look, this isn't a pow, pow. This is like me trying to be level with you." And I was like, "What well, was great though? This is the perfect thing, Louis. This you'll love this." The kid nodded his head. He was he knew exactly what yeah, I did. Yeah,
1: was Papa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about this uh, this quarterback business. Like, in on one end, you got Mac Jones, right? Mac Jones, who was a pro bowler last year in his rookie year, right?
0: Yeah, shocking.
1: Yeah, shock but also like he was a pro bowler because like four or five other quarterbacks said no. Right. So he was because just,
0: the actual pro bowler. Yeah.
1: So he you know, so there's that. He was what? He was three for six with for thirteen yards passing and an interception. Okay uh he is this year His his record is one and four and then you have on the other end you have uh zappy right zappy is 2-0 and as a starter okay he uh was let me look he was 14 of 22 for 185 yards one touchdown two interceptions when he came in the game and uh they scored off the bat i i I sent you a i think i sent it to uh Yeah, everybody went into tight mode. Yeah, to to the group chat was like, uh oh, here it goes. You know, it's officially his job. But then, like, his it settled down, and we realized it was Zappy. Like after, and even looking back at those plays, like those are really bad thrown balls that he (laughs) made. They just the receivers made really good plays. But like, I don't know what to do. I think you got to play, and I think uh, uh, Belichick came out today and said Mac Jones is gonna start this week. Yeah, he um, did. Yeah. So it's definitely his, still his job to lose. And maybe maybe it'll light a fire under him. Uh one of the receivers, and I think it was Parker that said it, uh, was like it's obvious it was weird and it was obviously tough on Mac Jones to hear the zappy chance in the stands as he was out there crappy. Oh bro, I don't know. I should have sent it to you. Did you see uh there was a breakdown of, of the interception that got him benched. And uh, apparently it looked like the ball got hit by one of those lines that had the sky view cams. Right. He oh, threw the my. ball and it hit the line. And then that's when the ball kind of came like. down. And no, I mean, nobody saw it until uh, this random Bills fans tweeted it out. And, and then this shows like slow motion, and it hits the line, and then the, the trajectory comes down. That's crazy to me. Like that—that's that line could could literally get that dude fired. And get Yo, it. for real. Because he definitely got benched right after that interception. So, to me, that's crazy. It is, I, you know, I'm, it is a quarterback controversy because as soon as Mac Jones starts sucking in this game like zappy is going to be right there right the fans are going to want zappy zappy's got an arm zappy is you know he's something you don't know about and so if you don't know and he has a couple good moments you're like wow he's the tom brady right that's the that's the new goal he's the next Tom brady what's that
0: he's a deeper level of controversy right is it a controversy both guys (laughs) <laughs> like is that like controversy or are we just like yeah like, we just don't know well,
1: you like, know what they're saying is if you got two quarterbacks that means you don't have any right
0: exactly yeah exactly right exactly right i feel like that's so much of a, a college football talk like of like you better pick one and, and get and ride that out um all right I, to, so, me, to me to me real
1: quick i want to talk uh just that yeah. game and look on the other side of the ball chicago and we talked a little bit about them earlier it seems to me that finally Chicago has figured out what they have at QB, right? And we talked yeah. about Green Bay not still running the type of yep. offense like they have crazy wide receivers. Uh, it finally took, you know, the Chicago Bears a year and a half to realize that they have a very athletic quarterback and that's just <laughs> designed plays for this dude to, be, to use his athleticism and not keep him in the pocket
0: not make him yeah. do all
1: these things they used them he had a rushing touchdown he had passing touchdowns. that's the second time in his career um yeah but you don't never, think that they, they, they tailored the to all around him what's that
0: do you think that they ran him too much there's certain design plays for quarterbacks that i'm like well they you know, had 12
1: the- they had 12 design runs for him and i don't like i don't think so i think that this is it this is who he is this is who they have a QB. I appreciate like the, the coaching realizing, like, hey, if we're going to win games. Let me throw out my playbook. Let me figure out what it work for this guy. And uh, that's what I wish Green Bay would do. Like, I have A.J. Dillon. Um, you know, I have Aaron Jones. Let me throw out this playbook and make this a running offense. So, to me, that's good coaching. And kudos to me. Hopefully, they figure that out. And hopefully they keep on going. I don't know if it's just a one game, one game conundrum, but I look forward to. There's a couple just quick, quick hits I want to talk about as we move on to to this week of football. Like the Chiefs were dominant over the Niners, which was crazy to me. I thought that game would be a lot sooner. Uh, McCaffrey on the on the 49ers.
0: How crazy is it to see that guy on that team, man?
1: Yeah, it is crazy. And when if they hey, if they can.
0: They're going to figure it out. Yeah,
1: they will figure it out. If they could just get their defense back, like, their defense yeah. was dominant at the beginning of this year. Got a lot of injuries. I I haven't done a deep dive into, like, when these guys are going to come back. But if they can come back and healthy, man, that team, when we talk about uh, NFC being trash, like, this team could, could take over and be right there with the Eagles if they can get their defense. Uh, Bengals absolutely dominated Atlanta. Burrow and Jamar Chase that connection to me is the best connection in football. Like they've been together for forever since college. Yeah. And once, I, if you gave them that duo time in a pocket, like you can't stop it.
0: Yeah. I, I still love, and will probably be one of my all time favorite pictures, like sports pictures is Jamar Chase's dad and Burrow's dad smoking cigars. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: uh, for sure.
0: After, I think, the AFC championship game, right? Like that. He was like, "Yo." Yeah, this, how, how much of a dream country that is to like to not only have your own son reach that level but then to be able to like share that with somebody else who also had their son
1: right. you know
0: the, together is, that together right.
1: it's, it's a real it's a real brotherhood uh to me it's crazy uh the jets the jets are five and two but unfortunately they lost I, their house yeah Unfortunately, they've lost their number one uh, offensive person. Uh, Brees Hall is out for the year. But they like we talked about Jerry Jones and like yep. how I want him to like, just be all in. They went all in. Right. They're yeah, saying I mean, we're going to win now. They're making moves. They went ahead and traded for Robinson at the Jaguars, which I think is a big move. Kudos to the I think Jets. Too. I think
0: it's yeah. much bigger than people are making it out to me.
1: Yeah. Like, absolutely. This
0: is huge. Like they're filling that hole immediately. And they're trying to not lose a step in that momentum, which I think is a great GM move to not set back a bunch of your young guys on a young team that's building confidence. And then all of a sudden you show them like a hole in that offense and like maybe shake their confidence as they're kind of like ascending.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I definitely appreciate as a as a Titans fan and I wish that they had done that. I was looking for them to do it during the bye week is all right. We have these holes. Let me see what is out there. Um, so I appreciate. That. As again, uh, Jets fans, be encouraged, man. You guys got a good team. You look like you gotta got get a GM that's good and going all in.
0: I think about like the the, G, the Jets front office for the probably the first time in like 20 years. Must have watched that Monday night game and and having their own guy right, uh, Brees Hall go down, and then watch that Monday night game and be like, oh shit. New England doesn't know What the fuck they're doing They have <laughs> exactly. no clue What they're gonna do We gotta go get somebody Go get James Robinson
1: man. Exactly Exactly you, you know what's crazy to me uh, The uh, Who was the quarter? who is not the quarterback Who was the head coach Before uh, Before this guy Took over the Jets Do you remember Solo? Before Salas Yeah over, before uh, Salas Took over the dude With the crazy eyes
0: Yes From uh, Like formerly Miami Yeah he's like He got his job Cause da-da. he knows
1: the Mannings
0: exactly yeah 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 yeah
1: anyways I remember the controversy right of uh and it's crazy if you look at it now like he is the reason that coach as you look it up on yeah. Google is the reason looking- why uh why the Jets are good right now because I remember the controversy of the jets hiring the coach first and then he hiring the GM. Adam Gase Adam Gase that's it Gase being right. hired as a coach first right you're fired. and then uh, he's the one that hired the GM and yeah. so now the GM is still here making moves making this team and winning Gase is somewhere I don't know coaching Pee Wee football somewhere where he should be but yeah just Jets fans you should be thanking Adam Gase he's the reason why you're 5-2 and two right now uh so that's just crazy to me. Another thing, uh, just to go real quick. Uh, the uh, Sunday night game, uh, Tua uh, is back. I I had PTSD watching Tua. Like I was still cringing uh, every time he get close to the hit. There was a play where he like he decided to hit the 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 truck stick and and run over try to run over a linebacker. I was like, what are you doing, Tua? But uh, he said like you know. Uh, he needed to do that. He needed to get that hit out of the way. Uh, I don't think it was too smart on him. Like, just slide to him. Just slide.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. That does not look like a smart move.
1: No. No. So, uh, did... Uh, yeah, that, that was crazy. Uh, Miami uh, wins over, over Pittsburgh. They didn't look good at it. I think it was 16-10, to 10, if I'm not mistaken. It was a bad game. Uh, but they're, they're getting healthy, so maybe they're going to come back up. Uh, Matt Ryan is benched. Sorry for uh, my kids again. Uh, but Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is benched uh, for good. Sam Ellinger of the Indianapolis Colts is taking over. Again, hook them horns. But they decided to bench Matt Ryan uh, for yeah, him. They,
0: I think that, that means that they're going to, like, think to move him. Like, trade him to somewhere else. that may want him either back up or possibly. Uh, like
1: yeah, just, I, think, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think what do you do with that
0: guy? Yeah. Like, why would you sit him? Well, why would you trade for him to then just have him sit the whole year? Are they waiting for Ellinger to get hurt?
1: I think they want to see what Ellinger got, right? I think it's that move of this guy's been doing good in practice. He had a good preseason. If anything, and again, like I've I, I known Ellinger from actually I, I've been tracking him since uh, high school. But um, if anything, man, like he is. Uh, he he will change momentum right he is an energy dude he's gonna he's gonna have plays where like he runs for 10 yards and he you know ran over this guy ran past this guy it's gonna be full energy and maybe that's what they're just looking for something to uh try to uh turn the season around as far as energy wise um maybe he's gotten better at passing i don't know he wasn't really accurate at texas that wasn't really his game uh but he can run the ball he's he's uh he he's fast right so may it's weird i don't know it's the Colts right so who knows what they're doing that quarterback Chrisy there Primo!